0: Parties at Bird Island in Windermere may soon be chastened. A big-time chili cook-off this weekend in Hamlin. OCPS superintendent set to retire. And a pastor in our community has a message for us on what the civil rights movement was really about. The date is February 17th, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. The Orange County Commission is scheduled to discuss a measure regarding the loud, alcohol-infused parties, illegal jet skis, and littering. The island, just off the shore of where Fernwood Park sits, was deeded to the Florida Audubon Society by Frank Chase and the Chase Company in 1958. The waters are under the control of the state, although Orange County was granted authority to enforce the law and patrol the area. The town of Windermere has no jurisdiction over the water or Bird Island. At one point, the town researched annexing the island. The Windermere Town Council discussed the upcoming county meeting during its own meeting. On Tuesday, February 8th, Windermere Mayor Jim O'Brien said the activities are not healthy for the town and its residents and that a resolution is needed. Quote, we really need to have this pass. We really need to regain some control over the sensitive areas on the island. The mayor noted that the approval will be an important first step that has been years in the making. Now, a youth outreach organization based here in Winter Garden was created by a young man named Wendell Coates, Jr. That organization is called Global Not Local. And recently at a city hall meeting, Coates was presented with the Outstanding Citizen Award for his work in the community through this very organization. His basketball team attended the commission meeting to thank the city for its help and present Winter Garden with a special team jersey. Little did they know that Coates himself was going to be receiving an award. Now, Coates said that he is most thankful for District 3 Commissioner Mark Machel, who helped him overcome a struggle with the clothing brand that he created, which was being banned in Orange County Public Schools. Now, apparently, the school system thought that it was some sort of gang-related clothing brand. All the boys in the community started wearing these clothes, and they just kind of banned it, not knowing about Coates and his organization, and it really was good, wholesome stuff. And Mark Machel stepped in, our city commissioner. Well, he stepped in and talked to the county and got things squared away. And I encourage you to check this piece out and learn a little bit more about his great story. Now, the West Orange Chamber of Commerce took a step back in time, as it hosted its 1970s-inspired Big Orange Awards last Friday. Some of the award recipients included Joe Dunn of the Friends of Lake Apapka. Now, he received the George Bailey Award. And the West Orange Healthcare District received the Burt Roper Award. And finally, a very good friend of mine, State Farm Agent Joe Barsh. Well, she received the Small Business of the Year Award. Now, that's just a few examples of all the wonderful awards that were presented at this uh, great event this last Friday. Now, for those of you who don't know, the West Orange Chamber of Commerce, they do great work in our community, all throughout West Orange. Obviously, especially with regard to businesses. So if you own a local business, or heck, if you own a big business, if you own any kind of business in the West Orange area, now, just as a personal recommendation, you go talk to Stina. You go talk to Stina at the West Orange Chamber of Commerce. Now, when I first started out in business in Winter Garden, I had a, a big problem of mine I was dealing with with the city. Actually, turned out uh, Stina helped me to resolve the issue, and ever since, me and the city have been great friends, and Stina too. They really do do a great job helping people out. So I I just encourage you to check them out. That's not an advertisement, but I just thought I'd say so. Now, this is an advertisement. You should go to orangeobserver.com to get all of your local headlines, to subscribe to the newspaper, to our e-newspaper. You could subscribe to Daily Headlines. You could get to the Facebook link from there. I encourage you to do so because a lot of people don't realize that the West Orange Times and Observer, well, We've been around for 116 years. This is the paper of record for our community. So I encourage you to check it out. Check out the big red boxes around town and you get yours for free. And with that being said, let me just mention to you that we have the chili cook-off this weekend. Now that's an advertisement that's in the paper. I bring it up because I was asked to be a judge of the chili. Now personally, I don't. Well, I love chili. My wife makes me ground turkey chili. I try to trim it down on the weekdays, and then I eat what I want on the weekends. So she makes me ground turkey chili, and it's uh, wonderful. But my wife looked at me, and she said, you know, you're going to do this judging, but you got to realize, Austin, that they some of these people make this chili really spicy. And my wife knows I don't care for spicy. So my response to her was, well... I guess they won't receive my vote. (laughs) It is more likely I may vote uh, for the non-spicy options. Now, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Maybe I'm disqualified now. But uh, that's how I feel. So I figure it's a preference that I'm allowed to have, even as a judge of chili. So give me some good old chili any time of the week. But uh, if it's during the weekday, make it turkey. Turkey. And never make it spicy, at least not for me. All right, now that's that. That's happening in Hamlin this Saturday, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. And I hope to see you there. Let's dive into some education news while we're at it. And then we're going to go to the final page, okay? Now, you'll want to stick around for the final page. It's a story I'm going to read. I mean, I'm going to read almost the whole story, I think. We'll see. You know, I'm limited to time here. We, we try to keep it tight for you guys. We try to keep it around you know, around 15 minutes for each uh, podcast. So we'll see what I do, but I I, I really like this story, and we're going to go through it. But before then, OCPS. After 10 years as the superintendent for Orange County Public Schools, Dr. Barbara Jenkins announced her retirement. Jenkins will open the next school year, but will retire in December. The school board discussed a tentative timeline for Jenkins' replacement, which began with a work session on Tuesday, February 15th. Now, I saw the Facebook page on this subject and it seemed like feelings were a little bit uh, mixed on this subject in our community. You know, I'm talking about the West Orange Times and Observer Facebook page. Uh, They posted the story and we see the interactions. You know, some of the posts were kind of jubilant that she was retiring, but it is interesting to see what the people of West Orange think about these subjects. And you can chime in every day on our Facebook page. It's a great way to let us know how you feel about subjects, okay? So, in other OCPS news, Horizon West families have until 4 p.m. tomorrow to submit their preferences for the name, mascot, and school colors for the new elementary school set to open in August in their community. Orange County Public Schools have narrowed the options down, and the current names that are left on the list include Hamlin Elementary School, Hamlin Hills Elementary School, and Lake Ingram Elementary School. Now this kind of irks me, and I've, I've said this before. They continue to do this with new schools, that no real significance to the names. It's like we don't care about teaching our children our history anymore, about honoring those who came before us, it used to be that when you build a new school, that you take the opportunity to honor someone or something by naming it something of significance. For example, in Winter Garden, we have Maxie. You know, that is named after William Maxie, a great civil rights leader. He did a lot for this community, and he is forever honored by having a school named after him in the community he helped so much. So, you know, I'd encourage all of us to maybe think about things that matter. That's what I like to do. I like to care. And I like to realize that the world we live in, the blessings we have, have little to do with us. It was people that came before us. So let's work on teaching our children the positive influences that other people had who came before us. And naming a school something that matters is a great way to do it. So, that is my opinion on that subject. Let's go into the final page, and it's not unrelated. It's not unrelated. It's by the great Amy Questenberry, and I do mean great. This is an excellent piece. It's about Anthony Hodge of East Winter Garden. Now, she writes... Anthony Hodge has felt the call many times, the call to ministry, the call to help residents in his childhood neighborhood of East Winter Garden, and now the call to honor the men and women who fought to give him the basic rights that weren't always available for people of color. Hodge is on a one-man quest, what he calls a personal journey. To walk the same 54-mile route, a large group of citizens walked this month, 57 years ago. He is calling his solo journey, Remembering Bloody Sunday, and so we walk. And he will walk alone along U.S. Route 80 from Selma, Alabama to the state capital of Montgomery. Now, this is the historic route taken in March 1965 by the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Hodge has studied black history and the civil rights movement, and he said he began to learn things about himself and about people. Quote, In 1973, I was 12 and headed to high school. I left Maxie Elementary in all-black elementary school. I got off the bus, and there's a crowd of black people over here, and A crowd of white people over here. And they come together, not to sing, but for a race riot. I was 12 years old. Now, something happened to that little boy during his teenage years, and he turned to drugs, cruising the streets near his home, looking to buy, sell, or use cocaine. From the ages of 17 to 41, Hodge was jailed 23 times and imprisoned five times. It was in a state prison 22 years ago that he allowed God and God's healing hand into his life. Today, Hodge is drug-free and known as Pastor Anthony Hodge, creator of Finding the Lost Sheep Ministry. In a more recent year's impact ministry. And on a personal note here, this man has done a lot for the youth in his community and for others. He continues to do a lot. An amazing turnaround of life. The journey will be spread out over five days, and Hodge will go live on Facebook to update friends and family on his progress and to share specific landmarks along the way. When he reaches the capital, Hodge will recite, Our God is marching on, one of many Dr. King's speeches that he has memorized. He says, quote, Only when we build that relationship with Jesus Christ are we able to see that truth, the truth about myself and how messed up I am, because of his grace and his mercy. I'm here today and he goes on it's God reflecting on me how can I make a difference in all lives not just black people one of the most important things in my teaching is to not build any hatred it's not for you to hate if you hate it blinds you and you cannot see God moving when you're blind Pastor Hodge is sending our community a great message. A message that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. brought us so many years ago. Love is the answer. A colorblind society. I encourage you to find Pastor Hodge and his organizations on Facebook and Check them out online and follow him, support him, a great man in our community. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the go.